I'm Rob. And I'm Nate. And welcome back to Rob and Nate Record a Podcast. And this week, our movie of the week. Not kind really of, a movie. Well, yeah. What would you call it? TV? You can't even call it a TV special. I'd call it kind of torture. No, I'd, Come on, I'd, it's not I'd, that bad. I'd call it a throwback. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a throwback. It's a Christmas but what, special. But what do you call this before that? It's a like, Christmas special. Like, do you call it a, a streaming thing special? A it's TV a special? special? Yeah. So this is a throwback to last year, one of our early episodes, when we watched the original, what was it, 1979 Star 78. Wars? 78. Star Wars Holiday Special. So tonight we watched the 2020 Legos Star Wars Holiday Special. And, you know, I was disappointed that what I wanted to see when I first heard that this existed was a scene-per-scene remake of the 1978 special in Legos. And I still want to see that. I did not get what I wanted. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I could appreciate seeing that. I don't know how well it would do. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Disney is necessarily going to want to fork over the movie for a big in-joke like that. Yeah. Fork over well, the money. Well, I mean, this is sanctioned on some level by Star Wars, you know, or by Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a sanctioned thing. Like, yeah. It's also, a, you know, it's a Lego thing. That's important to point out. Yeah. Uh, that... You remember, you remember Thumb Wars in the early two thousands. There was a series of these Thumb Thumb Wars movies or the Thumb Father. I don't think I've I ever never heard saw of this. any of them, but yep. I remember seeing the previews and I remember knowing people that liked them. And so they would take people's thumbs and they would superimpose a little face and they would do satires of the Star Wars movies or of the Godfather. Seriously? Yeah, this was a thing. This like a direct to video thing in the early George W. Bush years. You asked if I remembered Star Wars, and I was thinking like one, two, thumb three, wars. four. I declare yeah. a thumb war. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, different kind of thumb wars. Yeah. But Lego has kind of taken up that mantle, and kind of, uh, I guess, made it work a lot better. Yeah. And there's just this whole kind of Lego genre is just it's odd that it exists, but it feels a need for a kind of a lighthearted satirical pop culture thing. Yeah. People, people like these Lego movies. People like Star Wars. Hey, people like Christmas specials. People hated the 1978 Star Wars Christmas special, so it would be funny. I mean, there was some decent throwbacks to the 1978 there were, in this. Yeah. Uh, the reappearance of Chewbacca's family. Yeah. Of course, we, we never hear their names because their names were stupid. I, I wonder, are their names credited in the, uh, in the IMDb credits? I, I guess they never so, say anything, they so they're not... Anything, yeah. yeah. I think you're probably right, so... Yeah, so uh, why did we watch this tonight, Nate? Well, we watched it because of... The tie-in. The tie-in, the parallelism. For fun. Just might as well, because it exists, because it's new, because it just came out this year, and the fact that we watched the 78 last year, it just kind of seemed appropriate. It's entertaining to me that there's a chance that this might make your top 10 films of 2020. I don't consider it a film. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, explain why. Because it's not a film. It's a it's yeah. a television special. Yeah, but it's not a television it's special. For stream, it's in in essence, in spirit, yeah. it's 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 that. Yeah, it's, I it's, get your it's point. like it's like saying the Charlie Brown Christmas is a movie. It's not a movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was fun. There was a lot of fun stuff in it. It at least maintained the Life Day plot. Which yeah, the Life Day was kind of the carryover. Yeah. You made a reference, though, that I thought was really appropriate. Like, Ray is utilizing the Jedi text. But according to the canon, weren't the Jedi text destroyed? No. Yeah. That was that was a good reference. Um, That's really the 
most obvious like out and out inaccuracy to yeah. the earlier films in this. This this whole thing is just loaded with with self-referential humor. So the plot, what there is of it is uh, this is post the rise of Skywalker and Ray is training Poe and ain't going so well and she's a little depressed. And so while her friends are having a life day party on Chewbacca's planet, she goes to this Jedi temple because on life day, once a year, which doesn't make sense because they're different planets and they have different years and how do we determine? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter because this is a Lagos holiday special. Goes on the one day of the year she can use the special crystal to travel through time so that she can study other Jedi Masters with their apprentices to learn how to better help Poe. Both good and bad. Both good and bad, and it just goes crazy. Or I should say light and dark yeah. Masters and apprentices. Jedi and Sith. Yeah. And it just goes crazy, and they interact with the Star Wars characters from the other movies, from uh, A New Hope, from The Empire Strikes Back, from Return of the Jedi, from two, actually all three prequels, and at least one or two of the uh, sequels. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and importantly, not just interact with them, interact with them in famous scenes from those movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So at, at one point I had written down, is this film just an excuse to recreate fi- uh, famous Star Wars scenes with Legos? Yes. <laughs> well, but then you disagree with me on my later question I wrote down, which is uh, was, is recreating scenes from Star Wars movies a tribute to the original Star Wars holiday special, just recycling footage from the Star Wars movies. But there was so little of that in the first one that I, I don't, I don't, I mean, there's there a was a lot of recycled there. footage. No, in the there first was just one. a little bit. I didn't, I didn't think there was. I mean, of screen time, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. There was more than a minute. No, I think there was very little. I would be surprised if there was over two minutes of recycled footage. Well, that was something I'd written down that had stood out to me. But yeah, uh, I think my favorite line from this entire special was participa- participation trophies for Jedi. There is not. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that was, uh, yeah, probably your big laugh of this viewing. I had seen this before uh, a week or two ago and I had joked before we recorded that this was going to be the opposite of last year. Cause last year I was enjoying it and you were miserable. And this year you were enjoying it. I was kind of miserable because this is not an awful thing. But it's, I don't think it's very good, and I don't think you, it's something I really needed to watch a second time. Were you really miserable, though? I was bored. I, I liked it a bit at the beginning, and then it kind of well, gets into this long time paradox sequence that, that bored me after a while. I think that this is good for what it was intended for, which clearly this was intended to be kids' entertainment. Yeah. And for that purpose, I think it checks the box. Well, you said that was this created just to remake classic Star Wars scenes with Legos. Yes, it was. I mean, Star Wars fans and, fan, you know, hardcore fans, really anything, sometimes, like, their, what's the word I'm looking for? Their threshold for entertainment is, I get that reference. And so he, this has a whole bunch of I get that reference moments, and that's what a lot of these fans want. Even down to the Bantha Milk, which was a reference that, I seem to get more than you got. I caught that it was Bantha Milk. I just didn't understand why he was drinking so much of it. This is an excuse to continue to reference Bantha Milk. Yeah. I also enjoyed the Adam Driver shirtless reference, mm. you know, from the more recent films. And also the Kylo Ren destroying things is like one of his people walks in and then backs out. That, mm. was, that was another good reference. 
There was a little Baby Yoda cameo. Yeah. So synergy from the folks at Disney. Yeah. Or the child, also known oh. as Groku. Oh, okay. I also enjoyed CP- C-3PO quoting the odds to nobody mm-hmm. at the very end. What did you think of Elper- Emperor Palpatine's Life Day Miracle? Yeah. It's a Life Day Miracle. Yeah. And he gets uh, yeah. obliterated. And then the last note I'd made was, uh, and I'll let you address this, the... Uh, Closest will come to a canonical reference. Yeah, so at the very end, uh, you see Luke and Leia in their Jedi spirit forms appear to Rey. And, of course, Leia does not die in the last uh, Star Wars film, even though Carrie Fisher had died several years before, and they just did uh, re-editing of uh, extra scenes from the previous film and made them kind of mostly work. But this... This is the closest we've gotten and probably will ever get to an acknowledgement of that character's passing. Well, I mean, I enjoyed this. It was fun, uh, you know, to watch once. I would watch it again if I had, like, young nieces and nephews mm-hmm. over or something like that. It wasn't very long. Uh, it was short, which I think helps it. was like it. 54 minutes, something like that? 44 minutes. Oh, wow. Not even 50 minutes. And that includes at least three minutes of credits. So probably 40, 44, one, 41 minutes of actual screen time. Was it made that length so that it eventually can be shown on TV? That would be my theory. I'm guessing probably. I'm assuming that at some point this will appear. This on, will be on ABC next year. Or the Disney Channel, either one. Mm. Uh, but, you know, now getting to that part of our podcast, how would you rate this? Uh, two stars on a four-star scale and four out of ten. Yeah, I think I'm right in the same boat. I I couldn't give it more than the two stars on the four-star scale, but I probably would give it a five on the ten-star scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun enough. Anything else you want to say about this? I Come on. Ca- Nate, let's stretch this out to 44-minute recording about this so that our recording can be as long as, as, the, long the, as the actual as the video. Yeah. So that people can turn on the recording at the same time they start streaming the show and we can do a really out-of-sync commentary. <laughs> That's that's a unique reference. I did think uh, that we might have ended up talking about, because we had talked previously, and maybe we sh- still should at some point, do a review of The Rise of Scar- Skywalker. I'm not particularly interested. I really don't want to do all the Star Wars films, but I think there might be a point in doing the last one just because of the issues I have with the last one and because I've not re-seen it since I saw it in the theater last year. And I do have a desire to eventually do Mm. all of the Star Wars movies. Mm. I think we'd have to break it up, but I think it'd be fun to do at some point. Mm. Uh, I'd be against if we do them, I don't want to do them in order. And we'd spread them out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I would say do them in canonical order. But, you know, obviously we'd do like one at a time and spread it out. So that's a discussion for off-air. Yeah. Anyways. Anything else to say about this? Not really. You know, if if you like Legos, if you like Star Wars, if you're not that demanding, uh, it's cute enough. But it, it's I entertaining just, to watch at least. Yeah, once. it's it's fine. But it, there's, I just don't really love the Lego animated. Yes, yeah. they're fine, but it, they just you know they're not for me. Part of me had hoped to hear some of the other like more famous actors who had done voice work in the Lego franchise, mm-hmm. like. Um, because this was pretty much... I keep wanting much, to say Jason Bateman, but it's not Jason Bateman. No. This was pretty much voice actors. You had one or two Anthony Daniels and Billy D. Williams. 
and looks like Kelly Marie Tran appear as themselves, but most of the uh, characters are just done by voice actors. Well, if there's nothing else to say on this one, I'm Rob. And I'm Nate. And this is Rob and Nate Record a Podcast. I, I don't think this has earned a spot as a pre sequence. Ah! Uh, uh. One comment I had intended to make the guy that does Poe Dameron's voice, mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell that was Poe Dameron. Like it either, took a little while. Yeah. Either from the outfit or from the voice, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't tell that was Poe. And uh, did you notice that the uh, Han Solo uh, Lego looks more like Jay Leno? Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to introduce what we're doing next? Sure. So this has been pushed back a little bit. I ordered these around a month ago, and I've been saving a couple Yeah. so that we can record this. So we are going to have some... Iron Brew, Iron Brew, spelled I-R-N space B-R-U. This is a Scottish soda, and I have a little story about the soda. So uh, back in 2012, I went on a vacation to Scotland, and prior to going, I was reading a Rick Steves travel book, you know, to prepare. And one of the things he mentioned is this beverage that is just written out in the text is I-R-N space B-R-U. Uh, and that it is the second national beverage of Scotland after scotch, uh, that it is a kind of a bubbly sweet soda that is beloved by the Scots, but not really popular outside of Scotland. The English don't particularly care for it, but the Scots love it. And so I'm like, I got to have some of this when I go to Scotland. So uh, I was in Edinburgh for a day or two, and I, I don't recall ever seeing it when I was in Edinburgh. So I didn't see it at a restaurant until the first day of the tour. And I saw some, and I'm like, oh, this is on my list to try. It's like, so I talked to the, the, the waitress or the lady at the cafe and said, yeah, I'll have some of that. Earn Brew. She giggles, and then she gives me the soda. I'm like, I'm not pronouncing that right. So I find that I really like it, and I keep having it whenever I have an opportunity on the trip. And I'm on a ferry boat with some other group of people in the tour group, and I'm having some, and they're like, oh, what you having there? It's like, well... I, I've been calling it Urn Brew, but I don't think that's what it's really called. And one of the, uh, an elderly woman there said, it's called Iron Brew, sweetie. She was English that's going to Scotland on vacation, but, and that's, that's its own story. But anyway, um, it's spelled I-R-N-B-R-U, uh, mm-hmm. because of a law that came into effect in Scotland in the 1940s saying that you can only call something a brew if it has, alcohol in it and of Hmm. course this does not have alcohol in it but it was an existing brand going back to i think the early 19 teens or 1900 ish so like we can't change the name so we'll just change the spelling and so you're gonna have i'm pretty sure this is your first experience with this that is entirely i got this through uh, amazon i noticed that it was available it was kind of expensive so it's not something i'm gonna get very often but i hadn't had it in some time so i'm like i'm gonna get some iron brew well, and i got to be careful opening this one because you shook this bottle. You're no, I, I put the one that I shook back. Oh. And you enjoyed this while you were over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's a subtle flavor. Mm-hmm. What does it taste like to you? It tastes... There is, like, some citrus flavor in it. But that's not the overpowering flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how to describe this. The way I'd describe it is it tastes like Bazooka Joe bubblegum. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. 
And I think part of that might be the fact that this has kind of got a pinkish-orange color to yeah. it. So there might be an element of visual suggestion in that for me. Uh, I think that's where the visual suggestion for citrus flavor came from no. for me. Uh, I'm not good with chemistry, but apparently the the orangey-red color is related to it has the chemical compound in it that is also found in rust. Hmm. Uh, which apparently which is, is fine to drink. An oxidation reaction. Yeah, it's an oxidation thing. Yeah. Uh, and the, or a, slogan for it was, uh, made in Scotland from girders. <laughs> you should have warned me not to drink <laughs> while, you were, while you were saying I, I that. wanted you to drink when <laughs> I said that. <laughs> That's got a unique flavor. It's good. It's good. Um, you can Th- get this it here. Be something you drink like a ton of all the no. time. Yeah, I, I drank a lot of it there because I didn't think I'd get to have it again. But there's a restaurant back in Boise where the guy is a pizza place, and I'm blanking the name of it. But the guy that runs it is of Scottish ancestry, and he is like I think he said it was the only distributor for the state of Idaho. So well. he would carry it there. So I would get it there. And okay, see. And occasionally you can pick it up at uh, soda and candy stores. Uh, you can pick it up at uh, Edinburgh Castle, the Scottish store downtown. Yeah. Uh, so it's accessible. Yeah. Uh, it's expensive, though, because, you know, it's imported and there's not a huge market for it here. Yeah. The, uh, the story of that reminds me of when I was a kid. There used to be quests to find guana from my dad, which is a Brazilian yeah. drink. Mm-hmm. which now can readily be found in mm-hmm. a lot of grocery stores. But when I was younger, it was tough to find. So The closest thing to this in terms of American beverages that I can think of is um, the Big Red, mm-hmm. which tastes like Big Red gum. Yeah. So they're cousins in terms of their taste. Yeah. But yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. I'll let you take a, an extra one home for Melinda. She probably would enjoy that. Yeah. That was definitely unique and quite good. This is probably... Dare I say this is the best soda, tasting soda you've had me try on the podcast? Well, yeah. how about that? Well, because generally you're trying to get me to try yeah. stuff that's gross yeah. uh, because it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, this is quite good. Okay. Any other comments on that? No. Okay. 